Padded Room Podcast proudly presents to you Underworld Rise of the Deacons. My name is Darian. I got my two main cronies here in the house. It's Deacon and Daphne. What's up, dudes? What's up? What's up? What is that? I need some enthusiasm. Yeah! Let's try it again. What's up, dudes? What? Yeah! Much better. We watched a movie, and we're going to be watching a couple of movies uh, here in the Padded Room Podcast. We are going to do a run-through of the Underworld series, me and my, my cronies here. Yes, yes, yes. We watched the first one this morning. It's called Underworld. It's from 2003. It stars Scott Speedman, Kate Beckinsale, and Shane Broly. It was directed by Les Weissman. Uh, what did you guys think of the movie, dudes? Cool. Yeah. I thought it w- it wasn't a scary movie. It's Jackson. not. It's not really a no. horror movie. I feel like it's more of an action movie. Totally. Did you guys get the whole story that was going on there? Yeah. What did What did you think? I think it was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Who were you rooting for? The vampires or the werewolves? I was rooting for. I wanted the werewolves to win. Okay. But I. I thought the vampires were going. Yeah. They so, look pretty intense. They do you get what the werewolves were trying to do and why they had to capture Michael? Not really. Yeah, Not really? Michael is like Okay, I'll Victor. Kinda. I'll break I'll break the whole thing down for you. So centuries ago, in medieval times, there was a plague that was ravaging Europe. A plague is like a sickness, right? Like a disease. Yeah. But there was one noble nobleman who was immune to the plague, and when he caught the plague, it his body like, like, um, kind of tuned it up, and it made him immortal, which is pretty cool, right? So that was uh, Corvinus from House Corvinus. You understand that? So are you with me so far? Yeah. Now yeah. Corvinus had two sons. Marcus and another guy. I forget the other guy's name. Marcus was bitten by... They were immortal, too, because they had the same genetic disposition as Corvinus. Marcus was bitten by a... Uh, Vampire. A bat. Oh. And the other guy was bitten by a wolf. Thus, Marcus was the first vampire, and the other guy was the first werewolf. Does that make sense? You with me yeah. so far? So, so you basically... Huh. Ate, like, the sickness? The plague. The plague was like I forgot. I forgot. You forgot already? I so so the plague made the the Corvinus and the descendants of Corvinus immortal, right? Are you with me on this? Wait, but what did the huh. sick? What did the Corvinus? Like, what did the sickness? Did the sickness do anything? It killed a lot of people, except for Corvinus. It made him immortal. And then his two sons, one got bit by a wolf, one got bit by a bat, became the first werewolf and the first vampire. You with me on this? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So from that point, the, uh, the vampires pretty much enslaved the werewolves and made them um, like protectors of them during the daytime. And every, everything was pretty cool for a while, because the werewolves didn't mind being slaves. Yeah. They were taken care of, right? Yeah. And then do you understand why the war broke out? Because cause the son wanted to marry a vampire, and the council, like the people, the vampires didn't allow that. So he, 
the count the vampires and burnt the his wife and then whipped uh Lucian was the guy's yeah. name. Yes. So yeah, that's pretty much you pretty much nailed it, buddy. So Lucian was in love with Victor's daughter, who yeah. was a noble vampire. Yeah. And uh, they uh, did a lot of smoochy and poochy. Yeah. And uh, uh, she got pregnant. Oh. So she was going to give birth to a half werewolf, half vampire, which would be a very nasty customer. Oh, my God. I know, right? But Victor said, no way. No way, Jose. So, first off, he was very mad at her for getting pregnant by a werewolf. And then he couldn't have this this half-breed thing running around. So... He chained her up and let the sunlight hit her, which basically flash fried her, yeah. right? And he made Lucian watch while his vampire buddies whipped him with a silver whip. Yeah. yeah. But once she died, uh, Lucian freaked right out, went full werewolf, and just, jump, just jumped, off, jumped off the roof and escaped. And then that started the werewolf revolt. Yeah. Is that pretty cool? Yeah. yeah. So that kind of... I, I feel like... For the most part in the movie, the vampires are supposed to be the good guys, because like you're following Celine, who's a modern day death dealer, a soldier, yeah. right? And you're you're watching her as she's trying to figure out what the werewolves are up to, and why they're why they're trying to track Chase. what Michael. exactly what their interest in Michael is. So what we learn throughout the movie is that the werewolves, number one, Lucian isn't dead; he's supposed to be dead. Yeah. Number two. Uh, he kind of brokered a deal with Craven, who's yeah. the current leader of the Vampire Coven. But they're brothers. They're not brothers. Craven and Lucian? Yeah. No, they're not brothers. And what are they? They're, so here's the thing, and this is something I want you guys to think about. And everybody out there listening should think about this. Craven is portrayed as a pretty bad guy, right? He's like a scumbag, and he's kind of bossy. Yeah. And he's wanting to uh, make smoochy poochy with Celine, and she's not into it. Right? Yeah. But at, at the end, I feel like he's actually the good guy. Because he was, number one, he was trying to get rid of the vampire aristocracy to take power for himself, which is kind of a dirty, underhanded move. But looking at the long game, he was going to broker a peace treaty with the werewolves. Remember that conversation he had in the car with Lucian? Yeah. Yeah, he's like, okay, you'll get your, you'll get, we're going to take out the, uh, the, the coven. And then you'll be the leader, you'll have all the power, and then you'll get your ironclad peace treaty with the werewolves, and everything's going to be cool. So looking at the long game, I kind of feel like while Craven was a bit of a, a douche nozzle, he actually was kind of the good guy, because he was the one trying to bring peace, right? Yeah. Whereas you had Victor, who just wanted to eradicate the werewolves altogether. Yeah. Well, that's not cool, man. Yeah. I mean, werewolves... I feel like they were just misunderstood to begin. Come on, man. You know, you can't just be killing them just because they're werewolves. Yeah. I'm sure some of those guys were mean dudes, but still. Some of the guys just wanted to have, be chill with you. Yeah, you know? exactly. They yeah. they weren't really hurting anything. Once, I feel like once they learned how to control the wolf and like they could change at will and they weren't, the, like when Michael first gets bit by, the, by uh, Lucian, well, yeah, he can. He can't control it. So yeah. he's. Remember when the full moon comes out and he starts changing in yeah. the back of the yeah. cop car? Yeah. So I feel like once they learn how to control it, then they're okay, and that's kind of how they lived in peace with the vampires for so long before the revolt. But now that the the war is fully 
in in play, the, the vampires just want to eradicate the werewolves, and the werewolves probably want to do the same thing to the vampires. Yeah, but also, the vampires just want to chill. No, no. They want to kill all the werewolves. Some don't. Some just want to live. That's where I feel like Craven was. He just wanted to. He wanted the power of having control of the entire vampire aristocracy. Yeah. So he was kind of power hungry, sure. But Craven is the leader of the vampires. Before Victor wakes up, yes. Yes. So he was kind. Of, he was kind of a douche nozzle. Yeah. He had that uh, uh, sparkly shirt on. Yeah. Only douche nozzles wear sparkly shirts. It's true. It's true. That is a known fact. Go to any nightclub and you will notice a couple of douche nozzles with sparkly shirts. But back to my point. If you look at the, if you look at Craven's long game, I feel like he was kind of the good guy because he was the only one saying, "Hey, let's get rid of these old guys that want to wipe you out. I'll take power for myself. I will broker a peace treaty between our races, and we can live happily ever after." Yeah, but still, if if you're gonna have a secret meeting, at least tell like your greatest. Warrior. So remember Soren, that guy, the guy with the long hair and the glasses. Yeah. He was yeah. like Craven's lackey. He was the one. Remember. He was so, the doctor that was like. No, uh, no, the doctor was working with the werewolves. Yeah. Soren, remember when Amelia's train rolled up, and Soren was there with his security detachment. Oh, the little guy, the vampire that was like working on all the guns. Yes. Well, no, that was Khan, but Soren was the one. That let the uh, werewolves ambush Amelia's envoy. Remember that? He stood outside the train station when the were- werewolves jumped on yeah. top of the train. Yeah. 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 And he had like a flashlight. Yes. Yes, exactly. So he was kind of working with uh, Craven. He was like Craven's right hand man. But I feel like um, you, you had like the hardline, the death dealers. They were strict. That's, that's what Celine was, is. And all she wants to do is eradicate the werewolves. So she doesn't even know why. She says earlier in the movie that uh, digging in the past is forbidden by the werewolf or the by the vampires. So I feel like that's it's kind of a, a needless war, and the the werewolves were losing. But then they they kind of did their homework and they got that doctor dude. Yeah. And he re- they realized that if they found a descendant of Corvinus. Whose blood was um, had the right kind of blood, I guess. Correct. The, yeah, they could they could create their own werewolf vampire hybrid. I don't know what exactly the point of that was. Yeah, uh, I don't know why they even wanted to do that. I don't know. I think maybe they. I feel well. Lucian, who lived, was actually going to be like the. Uh, the uh, controlling element of that. So it's never overtly stated in the movie either he was going to use Michael as a weapon to hunt down and destroy the vampires, yeah, or he was going to use it to help Craven uh, get rid of the vamp- the three vampire elders, Amelia, Victor, and Marcus. Yeah. So I don't know. I think when Victor fought Michael, it was kind of a fair match because for when I was watching him. Um, I didn't see much for for Victor. I didn't see much flying around. Uh, so he could be half. Vi- Victor, you think? Yeah. No, Victor's straight vampire. Okay. He's one of the first vampires. Um, but you're right. But if Michael, well, so Michael didn't kill Victor. Celine did. Because remember what we found out. That Michael. 
Remember what we found out about Victor? Yeah. So Victor actually killed... When Celine was a little girl, a human, he actually killed her family. And he blamed the lichens. He told her that the the werewolves did it. So that's why Celine is such a hardline anti-werewolf death dealer. Because she thinks that uh, the werewolves killed her living family. But then Craven reveals to her during that last shootout scene that it was actually Victor. And he killed her whole family because he likes drinking human blood. And uh, he couldn't bring himself to kill her because she reminded him of his daughter that he killed for doing the smoochie-poochie with Lucian. Yeah. Yeah. So, I feel like the vampire... I'm just, I'm just, you know, given my two cents, I feel like the vampires are the overall bad guys. I'm a, I'm a team werewolf kind of a guy. You know what I yeah. mean? That's just me, though. Um... But I feel like Craven was misunderstood, and he kind of had long-term peace in mind, and and a bit of a power grab for himself. Craven, yeah. if Craven knew that, and Cra- if Cra- if Craven knew that he couldn't marry a, a a vampire, then he probably wouldn't even have done it. You're talking about Lucian. Yeah, Lucian. Yeah, but love makes you do crazy things. Yeah. So what there's if, that. <laughs> what if you just kept them in peace and then the baby came out? You just killed the baby. Uh, Would that lead to like what happened in Sister Death where Sister... It might. So actually the third movie is a prequel in Underworld. And it's all about Lucian and Sonya. It's called Underworld Li- Rise of the Lycans. And it picks up where uh, uh, Lucian and Sonya fall in love. And then... You know, the smoochie-poochie and the enslavement and then the the start of the revolt, which is pretty yeah. cool. So we'll get to that in two weeks from now when yeah. we do Rise of the Lycans. Yes. What did you guys think of uh, of Underworld? I thought it was actually a pretty good movie. I like, agree. There I was thought only that... like one smoochie-poochie that I saw. There's going to be a lot more smoochie-poochie as we get into this this franchise, my friends. I like the first movie. I have not seen any of the other ones. We're going to get to them. I think the first movie would be the best. Um, If I had to pick a favorite, I think uh, probably Blood Wars was really good. Is that the first? That's the last one. Uh, I liked Rise of the Lycans, too. Sissy, what did you think? I thought it was pretty cool, but I also thought that the vampires would win. And they did win. You think the vampires won? Because yeah. there's still more chapters to go, so but we might in, not know. In the terms of this movie, you think the vampires won? Yeah. I get that, because Celine made it out, and she took uh, Michael Corvin with her. And uh, apparently, what do you think? So he's half vampire, half yeah. werewolf. Why was he fighting the vampires? And he's vampire, and so Victor is basically fighting his own kind. Half, yeah. yeah. Half of his half own of kind. Half of his own kind. Yeah. But well, then again, Michael is fighting half of his, all of his kind. Very true. Yeah. So, Victor is very opposed to the idea of a half-breed, of a half-vampire. He, he doesn't like them, he no. doesn't want them mixing at all. No. Because he believes that the vampires are like upper aristocracy and the werewolves are like a servant class. Very like, class system based here. So, if they put them together, it would be like... A servant class meets... Meets a ruling class. A ruling class. Right. So the, just, Yes. Like, combines them and... Correct. He doesn't, he doesn't like that idea. Would it make him like a middle class? 
I think I think ultimately Victor doesn't want to lose power for him and Marcus and Amelia. And he knows that if, if such a creature, a half-vampire, half-werewolf existed, it would be more powerful than all three of them. That's why he to maintain power, he needs to make sure that that, that hybrid doesn't, come, doesn't happen. But why does Victor just want to... Does Victor even have a reason to slay uh, werewolves? Um, well, I mean, it's at this point in the story, it's a full-on war. So, it's kind of a we kill them or they kill us kind of a thing. Yeah. Is what it is. But can't, like... Well, see, that's what, that's what, I know, I understand what you're saying, because that's why I think Craven was kind of misunderstood. Because he was the one trying to broker peace with the werewolves, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So, but, you know, he's he was a power-hungry douche nozzle. And but that doesn't necessarily make him a bad guy because his long game was overall peace, yeah. uh, as Lucian stated, an ironclad peace treaty with the Lycans. Yeah. So I think uh, Craven may have, if he hadn't have been such a, a sparkly shirt wearing douchebag, he might have ended up being the good guy here. Yeah. And if like, his plan had come to fruition, you know. If 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 uh, what's her name? Celine. Celine hadn't of rose uh Victor and he rose uh woke Victor up if he hadn't have done uh-huh. if she hadn't have done that and she roped uh the other guy Marcus Marcus up yeah would it still be breaking the chain no because Marcus was next up so did you guys understand what happens with the the three elder vampires yeah, yeah. they leapfrog through time. Yeah. So, so one of them's awake for a hundred years while the other two sleep in their tombs. And then... Then the, at the end of a hundred years, that one goes in the tomb and the next guy wakes up. And then the silver... the Not the silver guy, but the girl was supposed... Celine? Yeah, she was... Was, was it past... No one Oh, was, you're thinking of Amelia, the one that showed up on the train? No. Uh, was... Uh, who was... What elder god was awake? Amelia. Buff. Amelia was was the the skinny lady on the train that got killed by the werewolves. The council? Yes. She was the ruling vampire, and we were on the cusp of putting her in the ground and waking Marcus up, because it was Marcus's turn. But Selene had that freak out about Lucian being alive and decided to skip Marcus, skip the whole procedure, and jump straight to Victor, which ticked him right off. Yeah, he was like, why did you do that? Why did you do that? You should be ashamed of yourself. You will not be shown one ounce of leniency, he says. What does that mean? It means he's not going to cut her any slack at all. But didn't he say you're like a daughter to me? Yes. Because once he once he turned her into a vampire, he pretty much raised her as his daughter. But was he still an elder god? An elder vampire back then? Yes. So, Victor, Marcus, and Amelia were the first three vampires from Corvinus. Because Marcus is actually the descendant of Corvinus. He's the one that was bitten by by a bat. Okay, but who were the three elder gods for werewolves? There's not three. There's just Lucian. Oh. Well, no, I think there's another. There's a Corvinus descendant. Who was the first werewolf? Yeah, and then he bit Lucian and Lu- and Ray's. Remember Ray's? He was the giant black guy with the yeah. really deep voice. Yeah, 
he had like the the shoulders that were like Boop, bit, yeah. yeah looked like he could Puff. play down lineman yeah <laughs> throw everybody off of the field into the crowd what did you think of the werewolves i thought they if they had if they made a smart decision in some places they could actually have won the battle yeah if they had well, at this point, no, I mean, you're, you're right, and we'll get more into that in the series, but um, at this point, there's way more vampires than there are werewolves. The vampires are winning the war. Yeah. And that's what Celine says at the beginning of the movie. There's hardly any left, and they're just hunting down the, the individuals until now. Yeah, like... No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Would you guys rather be vampires or werewolves? Uh, in this movie? Sure. Uh. I think there's a there's an underworld video game somewhere we could look into. Ooh. Ooh. I know there there's an underworld esque uh, role playing game. You remember that game that uh, Jason and Sarah used to come over and play with mommy and daddy? No. Okay, never mind. <laughs> Werewolf or vampire, Dee Dee? What do you think? I would say werewolf. Daphne? Vampire. You want to be a vampire? They were sharp dressers. Yeah. And their hair looked very good. So, and they had like fast cars and lived in that big mansion. Yeah. Werewolves had to live in the sewers, man. Yeah. That's stinky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's hey, they had shotguns everywhere. So did the vampire. Vampires had uh, silver nitrate rounds. But, but werewolves had the, the UV, rounds. UV rounds. Yes. So a lot of gunplay. Yeah. Uh, I think I would like to be a werewolf if I had to pick. I would like to be a werewolf because your doctor could take all the silver bullets out of you. And yeah. And you could be like, yeah, I can live forever. Yeah, so that's cool. But Unless the doctor dies, then you're in real Well, the doctor does die, remember? He gets punched in the face by Victor and his head pretty much explodes. But that would work. You can just dig the silver bullets out of you. Until they you, they brought out those silver nitrate rounds, yeah. which had like liquid silver. Then it goes directly into your bloodstream and jacks you up. They it hits you and then it just like melts into your werewolf body. Yeah, and, and then, then and then you can't dig it out. You have to like. And it prevents you from changing into into the into the wolf. Ooh. Yeah, and it kills you too. So that sucks. That's how they got Lucian in the end. See, that's the other thing, man. Craven double-crossed Lucian at the end, so he is kind of a douche nozzle. Yeah. <sighs> doesn't make any sense. If those two had teamed up right there, yeah. instead of Craven uh, killing Lucian, they probably could have taken Victor, I think. And then they could have teamed up, and then they could have... But, vi- but they two, those two yeah. are Victor's son. No. Oh. Lucian was his former slave, and Craven was like Victor's right-hand man. Okay. Victor is not a Corvinus. When we get into it, like I think in the either the next movie or the last one, we get to see the actual noble Corvinus, who is just a normal guy from the medieval times that is now immortal because he caught that plague. So he's been alive the whole time, and he he doesn't. Was co- he something else before he was turned to immortal? No, he was just a dude. But his body reacted to the to the plague. In such a bizarro way that now he he can't he lives forever, and he never touches dry land. He only he only lives on a boat. Oh my god! We'll get into that down the road a here. Boat? A boat? Yeah, a great big boat. 
and he's got like a whole army of dudes with him. And he is sick and tired of his kids fighting each other all the time. Really? Kind of like me dealing with you two chuckleheads. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you're a vampire and you're a werewolf. You're a werewolf. No, I'm just a normal guy trying to maintain some order in this house. But how did how did the werewolves know that Michael had the special blood to be half werewolf? They remember yeah. remember they had that whole uh, like species board. Yeah, that whole evidence wall. Yeah. They were just tracking down descendants of Cor- Corvin Corvinus and testing their blood. But why did they want Michael? Like you, they can bite anybody, and they would just turn into a werewolf. They could, yeah. But why did like if you were half werewolf, half vampire? You would be fighting both sides. Why would they want someone that could fight them and the vampires? I think the idea was that you you basically weaponize him. Like, you you make him, you put him in your army. You get him to fight for you, and now you've got the ultimate weapon. You can send him out to hunt down the vampires pretty much by himself because he can move around in the daytime, which is something they can't do. Okay. Which brings me to it. I'm glad you brought that up. Because that brings me to an interesting question. Why don't the werewolves just go kill the vampires during the daylight? Yeah. And then be done with it. Is it because they don't want any cops to go up and like, put your hands up? They're werewolves. Yeah. Unless those cops are packing silver bullets, they got nothing to worry about. Yeah. I don't know. That's an interesting question. Maybe we'll get more into that as the the series goes on. Uh, What do you guys think of Underworld? Pretty cool? Yeah. You ready for the next movie? Yeah. Underworld Awakening. Okay. Join us next week. For Underworld Awakening. Why is it called Underworld? Because it's like a whole... So the idea behind it is that this whole, um, for lack of a better term, Underworld is existing underneath the uh, surface of human society. So we're going on about our days and going to work and going to school and playing flag football and things like that. All the whole time... Unbeknownst to us, there's this underworld that's waging war on itself um, in total secret. Is it like you can go into the overworld and then you just like... Is the sewer pipes the underworld? No, the the society is the underworld. What's the society? The, the, the whole thing. The whole vampire werewolf war. The, the way they exist alongside us without us knowing about it. That's the underworld. It's more of a metaphor. You know what I mean? The, it's more of a, like a secret than yes. a different place. Yes. Okay. It's a it's a it's a different place that exists totally unbeknownst to us humans, and these these societal wars are happening right under our nose, and we have no clue about it. Okay. I don't know if that makes sense to you. Probably. It not. probably, <laughs> probably does. Not. Okay. Good to know. Uh, right on. Uh, thank you guys very much for joining us. Uh, join us next week for Underworld Awakening. I think I'm going to drop this episode onto the main feed. After that, I'm going to put it on Patreon. What do you think? A dollar? For what? To, to listen to the rest of the shows? A dollar? One dollar donation? Get you a Patreon subscription? Sure. Let's do it. One dollar. One dollar, man. You want to know what we think of Underworld Awakening? Here, here's something else. If you guys like this, you guys having fun? Yeah, yeah. Yeah? Should we have a candy after this? Yes, please. I, li- I like that idea. Big candy? Yeah. I got to go get a haircut. Um, I want you guys to think about this. After we finish the Underworld movies, we'll start another franchise. About who? You figure it out. You two decide and we'll, we'll watch every single Nightmare movie. on Elm Street. We could do that. Yes! 
Okay, well, you can put your two cents in anyway, Daphne. <laughs> All right, guys, uh, say goodbye to everybody. We need a we need a sign off here. Bye. Adios. <laughs> Adios. Adios. From the underworld, rise of the deacons. Join us next week on Patreon exclusively for uh, Underworld Awakening. Until then, wait, no, it's what? called Underworld Awake Daphne. Oh, wake up, Daphne. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because this movie was Underworld of the Deacons. Yeah, next one can be Undercovers. Undercovers. Under the covers. <laughs> Wake up, Daphne. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are crazy. All right, say goodbye to everybody. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-b